Brendan's asking for a confidence out of 10. Nick, let's roll. You want to roll the pod? Roll it, baby. Welcome back, baby. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see. I told him we were on eight. And, we were in eight and a half. Okay. All right. There you go. Eight and a half out of 10 for everyone in the chat. EJ the at the on the Knicks. Slam it is. All right. Welcome back, baby. First pod of 2024. Wild, super wild card weekend. Nick and Bean pod. Nick, how are you feeling, brother? Feeling good, man. Feeling older. It's my birthday this week. Uh, Tuesday, no, turned 33. The big one. You are old. I feel bad for you being 33. That just sounds old. 32 sounds so much better. And, was Shaq um, wore 33 in college? I know he's 32 in the pros. Was he 33 in college? Something like that. He was 33 a few places, but he was 32 and 34 in the pros. I know that. Yeah. Um, but, oh, the Larry Bird year. That sh- Shout out, Brendan. Good call there. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy birthday, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you didn't give us any winners for your birthday, so shame on you. But nah, let's, I kept uh, those to Before we get into it, before we get into the biggest pot of the year, Super Wild Card Weekend, six games, absolutely incredible. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we need to shout out our sponsors. Not a graphic. Diet Smoke. Nick, you know what? I always – you look. Rome says you look 45, you old ass. <laughs> I agree, Rome. Look at this Relax. Guy, man. This man Relax. is geez, he's you're you're spot on, Rome. Nick, tell me about Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke, great product. They got Delta 8 THC, they got Delta 9 THC, they've got uh this other, I think it's THCP, they've got some other thingy. I think they came out with a new product that might have a psilocybin type shroom uh effect. I'm not sure if it's out yet, so we'll we'll pump our brakes on that one. But they've got they've got sodas, they've got pens, they've got gummies. They've got CBD. They've got, Apes. yeah, you know what I mean? And they got fire merch, too. I mean, everything all set aside, go check out the merch as well. Code Nick and Bean, 20% off. Beautiful. Okay. Let's recap last week. And the, my first thought when going over this recap is, why the fuck do we bet week 18? What a stupid week. The Patriots were the biggest square, dumb Bet on the board. Everyone had him in every parlay, tease, whatever. Nick's best bet of the week. And Listen. I wanted to make it a bet. It's just, it was so stupid. Never bet big on week 18. I never learned yeah. my lesson. Or week 17 in the past. I was 0-2. You were 0-1. Thankfully, the prop god hit us with a Jason Myers prop. And, and it wasn't from the pod. Remember, we had the video that you put out. So, either way, yeah. not our best week. Let me recap our records for the season, though. You're the worst better on the show. Not saying you're bad. You're just the worst on the show. You're 21 <laughs> and 21 on the season. I am 24, 19, and 2. And Not Prop bad. God is just absolutely fucking the world. And he's 22 and 9. So now so, remember, who brought you Prop God? Oh, you know, it's uh it's a little bit different here. Let me see who's connecting. Gonna turn off. Hold on one sec, Nick. Okay. All right, yeah, because the the mic had said it come off, and you're like, "Who brought you, Prop God?" And then it was like it went quiet. It was like Bean brought you, Prop God, but you barely heard the Bean brought you, Prop God. But props to Bean for bringing us Prop God. Really, the only reason we brought him in is because Nick was like Bean. I was like Bean. You know what we need to do? You've been telling me about the Prop God for for like two years now. We haven't had him on the show. I was like, "Yo, we spiced it up. We got the visuals now. We've got the background." 
let's bring what do you think about bringing in a little spice bringing in some props and bean was like you're you're still muted bean you're muted bean did i mute bean no i didn't but you're muted yeah yeah jesus christ yeah, jesus christ what you're a, back what you're absolute back what's up going on here. i don't know but Am we're I gonna muted? keep riffing you're you're back you're here but it, it cut right. briefly for a second again. But I think you're good. Is it trying to commit to the mic, uh, the mic on your com- on your phone or something? I don't know. I don't know. This, someone's trying to like connect their AirPods. Like what uh, a disaster here. I'm gonna have to go forget sure, sure, these sure. AirPods. Let's see. Yeah. So in the meantime, like I was telling, laying the laying the groundwork for how Prop God ended up on the show, right? So me, the genius, the savant connecting people moving minds all the all the above right i see i see being he's going off about prop god and he's like yo this kid has just been giving me these props this i'm in this, i'm in this fantasy league his brother's in our other fantasy league da 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 he's like being like i'm nervous about it though he comes to me in a, in a moment of confidence he's like i'm nervous about it what like, the fuck you, are you, know, you like, talking about? <laughs> I'm rambling, dog. I got. I'm trying to just go off on something, waiting for you to connect. And Nick's you, taking advantage of of me not my audio being messed up because I brought Prop God. Give me all the credit. Either way, twenty four nineteen and two. Nick's the worst gambler on the show at five hundred, and Prop God's twenty two and nine. Now, no impact players. Fuck week eighteen. Yeah, we have a huge preview for the six wild card games. And let's jump into it, Nick. Yeah. We're going to go in chronological order. The first mm-hmm. game, the first game on Saturday, the afternoon game, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, and the Cleveland Browns traveling to Houston. Cleveland's yeah. minus two, over-unders 44 and a half. And w- for every game, I'm going to give the uh, percentages for the money on the total and the side, and then we'll get into it. But it is a Cleveland show. We've got 65% of the bets and 68% of the money on the Browns. And then we've got 65% of the bets and 75% of the money on the over. So the Browns and the over seem to be what everyone's taking. And it's not just the public betters. It's the sharp betters. It's absolutely everyone. So tell me your thoughts on this game. Is it Cleveland all the way or or does Houston have a shot here? Houston has a shot. I mean, if you've seen Stroud in some of these big games last week, um, he had – not he didn't only have big games in college, but he had that big game against Georgia, probably his biggest game in his college career. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he disappears in this moment. I believe in Stroud and what he's been showing us all year. I, I'm hesitant, so I almost I like Houston plus two, but I think I'm going to find a way to put them in a teaser to get them up to plus eight. Um, and I would honestly. I looked at the, at the injury report. Cleveland looked clean. Uh, Texans looked clean on offense, not clean on defense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper looks like he's going to be back. I think they said that he would have played last week had they had a real impactful game, but he's, he, uh, he's going to play this week. Mm, I would link Houston under based off those percentages. I might find Houston in a teaser, but that's really what I have on the game. Got it. So we're, we're going to give a lean on each game and then we'll give our picks uh, or pick at the end. So it seems like you're leaning. If you had to take a leg here, it's probably Houston in the teaser. Yeah. I would probably lean the under here. Fade the public. Cleveland's D's oh, yeah. playing well. Flacco can turn the ball over. 
This feels like a 21-17, 24-20 type of game. Remember, Flacco came in here a few weeks ago and absolutely lit up the Texans. Okay, They went bananas. C.J. Stroud wasn't playing. They absolutely blew him out. That's why everyone is taking the over here. It always Mm -hmm. feels like in these weird first games, the offense will come out a little sloppy, a couple picks here and there, and I – Either side works, you know, either side I, I can see the case for. Cleveland's defense is great. Stroud is absolutely unstoppable. I think the thing here is, though, Cleveland is going to throw a lot of different things at Stroud. So last week in basically a playing game, you know, you had Gus Bradley and the Indianapolis Colts defense, okay? He's a solid defensive coordinator, but he doesn't mix things up. He's not throwing a ton of different looks at, at the young quarterback. So earlier in the season, C.J. Stroud threw 400-plus yards on them. This last week, first play of the game, play action, bombed to Nico Collins. He had a career day. I expect them to throw a ton of different looks, ton of different pressures. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward trying to lock down Nico Collins. The, the Browns defense is made for this game. So, you know, it, it's tough because everyone's taking them. They're kind of the, the dark horse that everyone's picking in the AFC. But it's understandable why they're doing that. So I would lean under. You'd probably lean Houston in a teaser leg now. I would say another reason probably why people are doing the over is uh, the Browns defense has statistically played poor, more poorly away, and it's an indoor game. So, like, the indoor, take the weather out of it. But I think the the Browns defense is legit away as as well as home. So uh, agreed. Next one. All right. So let's have a mini funeral for the Dolphins before Uh, we get into this Dolphins KC game. We absolutely doo dooed down our pants on Sunday night. We came out. We were running the ball all all over Buffalo. We were turning over Josh Allen. We should have won the game. We have a problem. Our guys are hurt, but injuries are one thing. There's two terrible things that Mike McDaniel's done, and I absolutely love him. I will ride with him. He needs to be our coach. Tua needs to be our quarterback. We, like there's, If you're a real Dolphins fan and you've suffered through Jay Friedler, Brian Greasy, the Wildcat, like all this shit for 20 years, and you're complaining about Tua and Mike McDaniel, you're an idiot. But you yeah, can't agree. have Galen Phillips and Bradley Chubb both get hurt in games that were over. The Jets game was over. Jalen Phillips gets hurt. Right, 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 fifth, right. There's no reason in the fourth ball. quarter for, we for getting, Bradley Chubb to be blowing his knee out. We're getting killed by Baltimore by 40 points. Bradley Chubb's still in the game pass rushing and blows his fucking knee or whatever it was. Just yeah. terrible. We lose Jerome Baker. We lose basically our whole defense Van now. Uncle Cameron Good. We have, like, no linebackers left. Davian Howard's out. We yeah, signed we, Justin Houston, who's, like, 45, and then we signed uh, Bruce Irvin. Yep, we signed Houston and Irvin. Now, KC's been terrible this year. I think everyone was kind of waiting to bet against KC in the playoffs, and then this happened where we, we're we actually the worst team in the playoffs right now. It's it's pretty clear. The we, Steelers, would take the pick. we would take them. I don't know, dude. I we don't know. Them. We are hurt. Right we can't up. stop The Dolphins anything. would be minus three at Pittsburgh, at least. I don't know. We, we suck, but either way. Two and a half. Can't. Let me go through it here. Kansas City's okay. minus four and a half. The over-under is 44. All the money, the heavy money is on the under right now. 78% of the bets, 87% of the money is on the under. The it's actual money is pretty is pretty split here between KC and Miami, the sides. Now, all the sharp money, which I put in here and you said how, is coming in on Miami. All the pro bettors are hopping in on Miami. 
it, it went from three and a half to four and a half, and the Sharps came in and took the four and a half. So if I'm leaning aside here, I never really bet on the Dolphins, but I'm taking KC in a parlay or a tease probably. But it gives me some hope that maybe we've got a chance if all these Sharps are on the Dolphins. What, do you, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, so the game is actually ticked down again another point. It's now at 43 and a half. Um, I, I don't think the Dolphins have much of a chance. Uh, we've, we're playing in, I think it's the coldest game in NFL history at neg- yeah. wind chill up to negative 30. I think the game time temps are like 10 degrees or something with uh, wind, like heavy wind gusts. Um, these guys, although they're not all born in Florida, they live in Florida like for the majority of the year. It's one thing like, so when you're living up north and it hits like maybe 40 degrees in the spring, you're like, you might put a tank top on. You feel great. But like when you're visiting somewhere and it's 40 degrees, it feels fucking cold. So like it's, it, it, they have a clear advantage. I mean, we've got Tyreek Hill who played there for years, but they've got a clear advantage. Our defense is in shamble against the most uh, experienced playoff quarterback left. I mean, there's Matt Stafford, but he's got three playoff first round exits and one Super Bowl or something like that. So yeah, he's got experience, but like mostly in exiting in the first round. Mahomes he's has like got a lot less experience than that. Yeah. He yeah. he played in one has, playoff game before the Rams. Mahomes has legit playoff experience. Um and I think it's gonna come through. That Kansas City's not playing well. That's probably why I'm a little bit hesitant to be just fire on Kansas City minus four. Yeah. Cause like if they're playing well, I bet Kansas City minus seven, but uh they're not playing that well. So so it's a layoff. I would lean fuck. Because of the situation, I would just have to lean and put KC in a in some in some in some parlay or something like money line yeah, parlay. It's it's a tough game. Rome says the Dolphins need Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman would be probably doing himself in that cold. So you know the the tough thing is we're hurt. McDaniel's. I don't know if you saw. I saw a little bit of the last hard knocks and him. You know these great speeches he's given. They just don't hit when you're getting smacked and blowing the division <laughs> the last five weeks of the season. It's really tough to say. Obviously, I really don't bet on my team, so I'm not going to really give a lean here. Maybe all the money's on the under, so maybe you, you fade that and go the over. But for us to have a chance, it's going to have to be a big Tyreek game, and it's going to have to be a big game in the in, in the running game. We need Achan, we need Mostert, we need both of them to show up, we need the O-line to show up, and we need the defense to actually do something. Now, KC's been terrible on offense. They have one receiver in Rasheed Rice, Kelsey's been terrible, Pacheco's probably their best weapon, but at the end of the day, there's only two sides of this game. One, you're betting on Mahomes, or two... You're betting against the Chiefs' weapons, right? Like it's it, it's not really a bet on Miami. Like we're we're so sh- like kind of shot right now that people are either going to be betting on KC or against KC. So you know it, it's a really tough game. It's on Peacock, which there's about you know 500 million old people in the world who are going to turn on the TV to watch this game on Saturday night, and they're going to get on there, and it's going to be like, where's the game? Oh, there's no game. And by halftime, when they've called their children and realize it's on Peacock, they're going to miss this game. Okay. So yeah. they paid, I think, 200 or 400 million to broadcast the game. It's, it's insane. I think because we're down here, you would get it on the regular yeah. channel because we're Miami. But p- being on Peacock just makes this game so weird as well. I think there is an outcome this weekend that if 
one of the games ties, there'll be a game next week on Peacock. I'm trying to figure out which game it was. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, but either way, so that's Miami Maybe and KC. Let's yeah. pray to the gods that Miami somehow pulls us out. Please, God, give us a playoff win. You know, it was a big slap in the face when I got home today. I've been in North Carolina for three weeks. When I got home, what was sitting in my mail was three parking passes for the Dolphins games, uh-huh. for a wild card game, for a divisional game, and for an AFC championship game because we were supposed to be the two seed. Instead, those can go in the garbage because we're not going to have any home games no matter what, even if we win a few. Uh, we got EJ. He's given his input on the game, and this is key stuff here. Taylor Swift is going to show up dressed like Elsa from Frozen and control the snow. I mean, that is top-level stuff there. And if uh, – well, it doesn't matter now, but EJ's betting the Knicks, the Knicks tonight. Um, okay, let's move on. If we're not the worst team in the playoffs, this is the worst team in the playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Buffalo. Buffalo's laying nine and a half at home in a game where the over-under is 35 and a half. We've got 54% of the bets on Buffalo, but 60% of the money on Pittsburgh, so that's pretty split. A ton of money coming in on the under. 75% of the money is on the under, and that's at 35 and a half. So is this just going to be a shit game? What's going on here, Nick? Yeah, it's probably going to be a shit game. We got it at Buffalo, so it's going to be outdoors in the cold. We got Mason Rudolph starting at quarterback for the Steelers. He actually isn't playing too horrible, um, but uh, Josh Allen's been playing pretty good. Their offense has been clicking, except for Stephon Diggs. Um, Yeah, he's been terrible. Gabe Davis is hurt, too. He's probably not playing in this game. That's tough. That's probably affecting the over-under. And then, But the Steelers don't have T.J. Watt. That's by far their best player. Um, Bills, easy. So I'm totally opposite here. With the way Josh Allen's turning the ball over, I know he's I know he's been playing great and winning games. Now, they lose T.J. Watt. That sucks. But they get Minka Fitzpatrick back. He has said he's playing for sure. That's he's sick. finally back. Right. Clearly a big coaching advantage for the Steelers. Tomlin over Sean McDermott, that terrorist fuck. So either way, I think nine and a half is just too many points, dude. I think it's too many with the way Allen's playing. I can see that. You can easily see this game. Allen comes out, throws a stupid pick. Najee's been running the ball actually well. Warren's been running the ball well. The Bills are not the best. I mean, you saw what A-Chan did. He ran it all over them last week, even though we lost. So this is too many points, and I and I, and I think the a lot of sharp money later in the week will come in on – uh, on Pittsburgh. I think I think this line actually ticks a little bit down uh, because it's just a lot of points for a playoff game and a game where the over-under is so low. You know what I mean? Like this this could easily be a 2013 or 2017 or 17-10 type of game. The Like you said, though, Stefan Diggs has been terrible the last half of the season. He finally yeah. had a game. I think he had seven or eight catches last week. But the key for Buffalo's offense is Allen's legs and James Cook. James Cook... When he gets going, you saw the Dallas game. They absolutely dominated them 31-3 to James on, on James Cook's back. Without Gabe Davis, there'll be plenty of attention paid to Diggs. Maybe Dalton Kincaid shows up big. Maybe uh, is it Khalif Raymond? No, it's not Khalif Raymond. It's Khalil Shakir. Khalil yes. Shakir, he had He's a big best. catch against us. He seems to break these 50, 60, 80-yard catches randomly. So yeah. I think Buffalo wins this game, but I do think it could be a grimy one where Pitt could cover. You replaced that McKenzie that uh, they had the little Cole Beasley um, role. Yep, for sure. Yeah, so, I could see the nine and a half being too much with that. Um, I could also see a Bills teaser leg being great. 
I mean, everyone let so let's see if you're one of these 10 point teaser people, you're yeah. taking Buffalo down to win. You're yeah. taking Dallas to plus two and a half. And where's your third leg? It's probably, I mean, I would probably take Tampa up to 10 personally. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, you're getting more than that. You're getting 13 with Tampa. The Eagles will win. Felix says Felix is in the house. What's up, brother. We've missed you. Good to see you. Happy new year. We will get to that game at the end. The Eagles are the Eagles suck. Oh, he's got, okay. Is it crying faces, laughing faces? You're going to have to elaborate. Is he an Eagles fan, Nick? I think he's been coming in with the Eagles Super Bowl for for weeks. <laughs> he was with you with that Super Bowl bet, remember? I I still have my two preseason bets are the Ravens at twenty to one. <laughs> he says we're so fucked, and the Eagles at eight point uh, eight plus eight ten, so a little over eight to one. Yeah, they cannot stop anyone. It's terrible. We'll get to them in a little bit though. So, uh, what are you leaning on that game? I'm leaning Pitt plus the nine and a half. What were you leaning? I, I would lean Buffalo. No, I would. <laughs> I would lean Buffalo. TJ, I just think they're so bad. I think Pittsburgh's really bad. Got it. All right. So Nick leans Buffalo. I don't know how they made the freaking playoffs. I would bet Pittsburgh. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to the rest of the games. Next up, they they the two best games are here. They are in the late window on Sunday. the The late afternoon game and the evening game are the two best games by far. Green Bay. Traveling to Dallas. Dallas, I think it just went down to minus seven instead of seven and a half. The over-under is 50 and a half. And the reason it went down to seven is because everyone's coming in on Green Bay. 60% of the bets, 86% of the money is on Green Bay. Wow. And then 84% of the bets and 81% of the money is on the over. So everyone's on Green Bay and the over. Guess who's not? The sharp money is on Dallas, and I and and you can see why. Because when Dallas beats teams, what do they do? They freaking demolish teams. So the seven, the seven and a half, the nine and a half. Like when they win, they win like forty to twenty or forty to ten. So give me your thoughts on this game. Which way are you leaning? Are you? What are you feeling here? So I'll throw out a few things here. Uh, coaching advantage, I would give it to Green Bay. Um. The, I like the way that uh, Jordan Love has been using the weapon towards the back half of the season. Um, the Jayden thing Reed. is, Jaden Reed's a stud. Yes, he is an absolute stud. Keep going. Sorry. The thing is, though, I think Ceedee Lamb is going to eat up that secondary in Green Bay. <laughs> I think he might have three touchdowns uh, this weekend. But um, so, bet I would probably lean. Now that's down to seven or nine. All right, so here's what I'll do. I would take Green Bay plus seven if I had to take it straight up. But like my my favorite leg on this game would be uh, Dallas teased down to like minus one in a six point teaser. Um, total, I honestly like the over, but I'm not going to bet it. It's a, it's a yeah. little high. Yeah, the, the over under is fifty and a half. It's not the highest total of the week, actually. That'll be in the next game, but that's a huge, huge total. Here's my thought on this game. Jair Alexander it got hurt in practice. He's probably not going to play. A.J. Okay. Dillon's not playing. Jordan Love has never been in a big moment, okay? He's coming off a great few-game stretch. He ended it. They always beat the Bears. But this is a different game. And where does Dallas play well? Dallas plays oh. well at home. So here's my thoughts. If I hadn't been burned, yeah, E.J. says Dallas is going to smash him. If I hadn't been burned by Dallas these last few years in the playoffs, this is an absolute smash play. Okay, but 
it's a little bit hesitant to lay these amount of points when Dallas has choked so many times over and over. Personally, I'll tell you what I think Dallas's destiny is. I think they win these first two games and they got to go into San Francisco where they probably lose by a thousand. But right. I think, you know, Dak's playing great. CeeDee Lamb has established himself as a top five receiver. Without Alex, if, if Jair Alexander, even if he plays, if he's not 100%, CeeDee's going to eat. And it's not like they don't have anyone else. Ferguson's a solid tight end. Brandon Cooks is old Mr. Reliable. Michael Gallup can make a play here or there. Dak always makes one or two plays with his legs. Tony Pollard's trash, but whatever. He's decent. And uh, I yeah. think I think Dallas is the play, and and that's definitely my lean is just laying the points with Dallas, especially when you see everyone taking Green Bay. You know, Green Bay is that sexy pick. I do not agree with you that they have the coaching advantage. I don't think Matt Lafleur is a good coach. I think Mike McCarthy is not the best coach, but I think he's better than yeah. Matt Lafleur. And I think uh, the revenge factor for McCarthy is also something to take into place is still so here's what rome rome's chiming in in the chat and i love that you said that he says still not taking the chance with dallas i don't blame you i don't blame anyone who doesn't touch this dallas game or or bets against them because they always shit themselves in the playoffs last year they did crush in round one they went into tampa and they ended tom brady's career so if you want to look at that they have they have won these playoff games in the past they usually just choke against the niners the Niners are the team that's knocked them out the last two years. So maybe it's just the Niners own them because the Niners are the best team in the NFL or the second best team in the NFL. But I understand if you're gun shy with Dallas and I do not blame you at all. If I'm leaning aside, I would lean that Dallas side. But, you know, if you don't want to lay the points, I understand. Sharp money is coming in on Dallas. Public money's on Green Bay, which which makes me like Dallas a little more as well. But this is a great game. Like you said, Jordan Love's been using those weapons. Jaden Reed. Christian Watson's been hurt. I think he's back. Dontavian Wicks is even a solid rookie receiver. Aaron Jones is leading the league in rushing since he's been back these last three weeks. So Green Bay's solid, but Dallas, you know, unless it's San Francisco, they may just be a juggernaut. Micah Parsons might have his hands all over this game. Most likely. Aaron right. Jones, after a bad fantasy season, is crushing it at the end. Fuck Aaron Jones. Anybody he's- who had him probably did not do that well. Yeah, exactly. He he didn't show up till those seasons were pretty much in the dirt, basically. Yeah. Now, game of the week. Game of the week. A lot of ties here. Los Angeles Rams uh, are yeah. traveling to Detroit. Detroit's minus three. Got the largest over under the week, 51 and a half. Let's talk about all the revenge. A few years ago, yes. the Rams trade Jared Goff for Matt Stafford. They give up three first-round picks with with Jared Goff. People thought in that trade, Jared Goff was just a throw-in and, and the Detroit was going to cut him. Well, he's been starting for them for three years. Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl in L.A. He's coming back to Detroit where he played for 13 years and never won a playoff game. He didn't win one playoff game in 13 years. So, you know, Detroit's got a place in his heart. He's probably rooting for Detroit, and now he's got to go in there and end their season. So yeah. what are your thoughts on this game before before you give them to me? Everyone's on LA. This is the most public game. We were talking about it before we went live. 94% yeah. of the money, 74% of the bets, and uh, the public leans the over as well. So what are your thoughts here? LA is the sexy pick. I will tell you. I'll give you my thoughts after you go first. Yeah, so we've got Laporter out. I think that counts pretty heavily against the Rams. Uh, they use him on the in the red Lions. zone. So, yeah, Lions. Uh, they use him a lot in the red zone. Um I think that the Rams, we've got we've got McVay, 
with experience with Jared Goff. So he's got a little insight there. He knows how to plan for him. He knows his weaknesses. He knows his strengths. And he definitely, I think they have the coaching advantage, the Rams, McVay over Campbell. Although Campbell uh, is a very aggressive coach and seems to make pretty good in-game decisions, I'd give the coaching advantage to the Rams. Um, I'd give the quarterback experience advantage to the Rams. Uh, Goff and the coach both have Super Bowls. Um, this over-under is smoking high. Green Stafford. So, yeah, well, well, I can say that. Goff and McVay. So, Stafford and McVay both have Super Bowls. Together, um, yes. Together, yes. Uh, this over-under is smoking high. I actually have a bet in this game. I'm going to get into it later. But uh, what do you got on this game? I love Detroit in this game. I know Laporte is out. I know yes. Stafford's coming home. I know McVay's a genius. But Detroit's just gritty, man. They've got a great combo at running back and a great offensive yes. line. And I think if they need to, without Laporta, they'll use Gibbs a little bit more in the passing game. I expect Monty to get 17 to 22 carries, somewhere in that range, 100-yard game. Amon Ra, the most 17. consistent – 17, 17 to carries, 20, like seven, 17 yards. <laughs> nah, he's, dude, he's gonna, he's been solid, man. He's, like he's younger than you think. He, he always does pretty well. He's probably top five, top seven in the league in rushing this year. They, nice. they're just a great little combo. He can get those gritty yards. Gibbs can break it at any moment. I expect Gibbs to be used in the passing game more with Laporta out. Now, Amon Ra, like I was saying, most consistent guy all year long. All he do, all he does is crush. Nobody yeah. on that Rams team can stop him. I expect yeah. Ben Johnson to scheme, 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 get these guys open. Now, is it going to be easy? No. The Rams are good. Puka and Cooper Cup. Kyron Williams, he might suck. He might be incredible. I don't know, but he's on a tear. Okay. He's good. Dal- uh, Detroit does get some people back on defense. I like that for them. I think it's a gritty game, but I do think Detroit pulls this out. I love that all the money is on the Rams. Maybe that changes, but I don't think so. It's such a sexy pick. Everyone I hear is ta- all the analysts are talking about. Oh, the Rams could make a Super Bowl run. This that. Oh my nah, gosh. Nah, it's it's ending here. I, I I like Detroit in this game, and it was at three and a half. It's down to three because everyone's hammering the Rams. This game might even get to two and a half. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's an expensive lean- three on the Rams right now. Yeah, exactly. So I would lean Detroit. The over-under, I don't know, man. That's such a high total. And people are betting the over. The the sharp money, too. I You know, the sharp money's on Detroit as well. You know, it, it's that Rams, like I said, it's a sexy pick. I would lean Detroit here pretty heavily. Indoors, both these teams nationally play indoors. Goff at home, those are all advantages. Goff's got a lot to prove in this game. They literally said... You're not shit. He went to a Super Bowl with them. Yes, they lost. Belichick had one of the greatest schemes ever. They had three points. But they literally traded him away along with three first-round picks. Like They were like, you're dog shit. We don't want you. We drafted you number one overall. Like Get out of here. And guess what? They won a Super Bowl the next year or two years, whatever it was, the next year or year after. That's so fucking like, Imagine that feeling. And Goff is a competitor. Obviously, you know Stafford's a better quarterback overall. Goff ain't too shabby himself. He's shown that he, he he'll play for the big moment. I like Detroit here, um, and uh, I think they got a lot to prove. Campbell's obviously gritty. They got screwed in that Dallas game where they probably would be playing uh, Green Bay instead. I don't think Green Bay and L.A. are too different, to be honest. 
But I think that this game is just so it's so awesome with all the different ties and all, all the revenge going on. So I lean Detroit. I think you yeah. said you're going to give yours in the pod pick. So I'm not going to mess I, with And I think uh, so this is the first time that Detroit's hosted a playoff game since 90s. It's been since 93 against Green Bay that they've hosted a playoff game. Yeah, so it's going to be a big game. It's a big deal in the city. They love it that is. team regardless of like their, their performance. Like they, they show up for that team. For sure. For sure, 100%. And uh, all right, last game. I don't know why this is a standalone game on Monday. This is probably the, the worst game of the <laughs> of the slate. You got the Philadelphia Eagles stumbling. They were 10-1 and one on top of the world. Yeah, they Holy go 1-6 and six to end the season, uh, or 1-5 to end the season. They are, or was it, yeah, 11-6 and six on the year. Uh, they're minus three at Tampa Bay over under 43 and a half injuries are injuries are tough. We got to see what happens over the next 24, 48 hours. Baker Mayfield's banged up. Jalen hurts, Devonte Smith, AJ Brown are all banged up. We don't know if any of them are, you know, if, uh, the receivers are playing hurts is going to play obviously. Uh, but Baker's banged up. I mean, this is a tough game. I don't know how, uh, people are betting Philly 61% uh, of the bet. 65% of the money are on Philly. Uh, they're minus three in Tampa, and then ninety-six percent of the money's on the under here. No one believes in these two teams uh, and their ability to score. But guess what? I lean the over here. You want to know why? Because <laughs> if you threw on some pads and we rolled out there and started to throw the ball on Philly, they could not stop it. They cannot stop absolutely anyone. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito went out there. And they looked like the Bash brothers last week. I think they were up 31 <laughs> nothing on this defense in a game that they needed to win to win the division. So I just yeah. don't understand what has happened to this Philly team. The sharp money is on Philly too. So public money on Philly, sharp money on Philly. Um, maybe Baker's more injured than we think. What are your thoughts here? Did they get Darius Slayton back to the secondary in Philly? So, Darius, yeah, Slay, he should Slay, be back. Sorry. Yeah, 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 he should um, be back. Okay, we're, so I think he got back last week for the first week. I'm not positive. But, um, yeah, so their secondary is just getting torched by teams. It's one of the softest secondaries in they the league. They have no linebackers. They literally have not – they don't have a linebacker on the whole team, Nick. They got no one. <laughs> and uh, Jalen Hurts dislocated his finger, so he's going to be able to play, but, like, it's not like a broken finger, but he's not nowhere near 100%. Baker's got ribs and some sort of lower body injury. I don't know if it's an ankle or knee or something like that. Um, yep. This game may be pretty ugly. Um, it was, I think, a 46 and a half is where it opened, and it's all the way down at 43 and a half uh, on the over-under. So it's gone down tremendously. I would have leaned under if it was way the hell up there at 46 and a half still. 43 and a half is a, probably a stay away. I'm going to watch the game. I At this point, I don't have a bet. If I had to bet it, I would probably tease the Bucks because I don't think I don't think the Eagles are blowing out anybody. I think that's the I think that's the play as well. Felix back in the chat says being an Eagles fan is pain. Yeah, I I it's been a rough stretch for the Eagles. They lose, and I think both coordinators being gone is showing up finally on this last stretch of the season. They upgraded Matt Patricia to defensive coordinator. Nobody knows why. Absolutely terrible move. Nick Sirianni might not be the guy. You know, when things are going great, like his whole shtick where he's like screaming at everyone's great. But when when you're losing five in a row or five out of six, like it just doesn't look as it it just doesn't work. Now, this is 
it, it's a tough game. If I'm leaning, I'm I'm with you. I think you tease Tampa or you just take the over here because these defenses uh, for Philly are not that good. And uh, let's see. Oh, Romy saying he remembers that Lions Green Bay game that you were talking about, the last Lions uh, home game. Now, if I'm Philly, hire me to be your offensive coordinator, okay? Hurts' finger doesn't work, all right? His finger's broken. A.J. Brown's done. Devontae Smith is still hurt. You know what I'm doing? I'm lining up, and I'm running DeAndre Swift down the middle and then tush-push back-to-back the entire game. I would run 40 tush-pushes. Jalen Hurts, his knees He's are already probably, they're already fucking bro. He's probably going to have to get surgery anyway. He's probably been hurt all year. Just run the tush push. Get three yards. Get four yards. Run it back to back. This team ain't stopping it. Hand it off to Swift. I think that's how they can win the game. Not really all the tush pushes, but just run the ball. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay, God, how are, they, how are they hosting a playoff game? I think uh, – here, let's be real though. If Detroit and Dallas take care of business, that's going to be a great rematch of a few weeks ago. If that happens, whoever wins this game is going to get shit pumped by thirty by the Niners. The Niners okay. will destroy either of these teams. Agreed. Agreed. I think the, the line Niners, we see the Niners next are in week might such be... a good spot. The only other team I could see them playing, maybe if the like everyone's taking the Rams, if they upset Detroit, if the Rams have to go to the Niners, they'll lose by a thousand. Shanahan owns McVay. Like they just nobody's beat the Niners are getting to the NFC title game, like yeah. for sure. And I think this honestly, like Baltimore is probably the same on the other side. Like they're probably getting Cleveland or maybe Miami if we win. I mean, they, you saw what they did to us. I mean, Flacco maybe some revenge going in there, but they'll probably get killed. So it just really in in a season where it really feels like these number one seeds, everyone's kind of penciling in. You know what happens here, Nick. Something weird happens, and somehow one of these these two teams doesn't make it, right? Has to. There's no way. Like the, that's why we watch sports. Yeah, it just if we, it, like if it was predictable like that, and we could just draw it up, be like, oh, the better team just oh, wins every time. It would not be sports. They wouldn't even have to play the games. But yeah, hey, it they just play the feels games like San Fran, Baltimore. But you know, it, whatever it feels like, it usually isn't. So any given right, Sunday, so on- Saturday, th- Thursday, or Monday. So what did you what did you say? Uh, you lean Tampa in a teaser, um, yes. and I'll lean the over in that game because I think Tampa will be able to score, and I think Philly will have to. So, all right, let's get into our pod picks. Prop God is off this week. I talked to him extensively. He could not find anything he loved. He wanted to get into the golf over one-and-a-half touchdown business. Without Laporta, he was scared they might hand off some of those red zone touches, so he's staying away. I understand. I've got one big play, one play, one massive play. It's okay. a parlay. It's a money line parlay that pays plus 104 right now. Spicy. It is the Dallas Cowboys, and it's the Detroit Lions to win the games. Okay. Double D, pause. I also <laughs> pause. I also like both these games outright. Take the seven with Dallas. Take the three with Detroit. I will probably bet it like that as well. But my pod pick for the week for Super Wild Card Weekend is going to be a Dallas-Detroit money line parlay. What you got, Nick? My first bet of the week is the under in the – I'm trying to get a little headline going here. All right. Is the under in the Detroit Rams game. We've got Laporta out. Like Bean said, I think a lot of those red zone, he's a big red zone target for them. 
a lot of those seven points may turn into field goals. They may turn into handoffs. Um, handoffs may turn into field goals. Um, we've got McVay. He is familiar with golf. The Rams kicker. We've got insider info here. The Rams kicker is, is Brett Maher. He was 0 for 1 two weeks ago, and then last week he was 1 for 2. So we've is got shaky kicker. kicker. Yeah. We've got a shaky kicker on the Rams. We've got LaPorter so. out for Detroit. We've got success in the running game for both of these teams. So I think it's going to be a run-heavy game. The total is sky high on a year where, to- where totals we've seen in the – like as low as like 29. No, I'm kidding. Well, almost. Though. It's been like 30 and a half. Uh, 51 and a half is way too high. I got the under in this primetime game. All the money's on the over. Nick's on the under. I love it. That's a lot of freaking points. And uh, I, I like that under. Fade the public. Do your thing. All right. I think you got one more one more pick. Yeah. I'm gonna throw out. in a teaser. I'm gonna throw in a teaser here. I've got Tampa. I was leaning to. I was leaning towards them. Um, we've got Philly banged up with the secondary. Philly's offense banged up with the secondary torch. I do think, and they're away. I think Philly has. I think they're the better team. I think Philly probably wins this game, but I don't think Philly blows anyone out. So give me the Buccaneers in a teaser, and then we've got all the money uh, flowing in on the Cleveland Browns. On the first game of the weekend, give me the Texans as a teaser leg out to plus eight. Um, so we've got Texans plus eight and Buccaneers plus 10 as a super wild card teaser. You know I had to do it. All right. All right. EJ's giving us one more. Oh, from the farm. We've got two plays to close out the show. Parla- oh, it's one play. It's a parlay for tomorrow. It's the Rockets over the Pistons. And the Bulls over the Warriors, both the spreads parlayed for tomorrow, live from the farm. EJ, thank you for that last-minute comment. Brendan's saying that Maher last year in the playoffs, I think he's referring to him shitting himself probably. But yeah, that's really point. like that's like a Cowboys kicker thing. So hopefully uh, Aubrey is, is hopefully Aubrey's the guy to break that. If anyone well, can break Aubrey. That, it's Aubrey. So, all right, what a show. Dallas-Detroit money line parlay for me. You got the Rams under – and you got Tampa Texans teaser. We love you all. We'll have we got one more show for the year, probably for next week, and that's it. Are we doing a Super Bowl show? Maybe, might, probably just we a might, video for the Super Bowl. It might end up being. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll chop it up. We'll come to you guys at least one more time for the season, yeah. though. It might be two releases on the IG. We'll we'll figure it out. All right, sounds good. All right, appreciate you all. Appreciate the chat. Great chat tonight. Peace out. Salute everybody.